episode of Public Domain Comic Theater. This week we venture into the darkest reaches of our own solar system where the lone wolf of the void, Space Hawk, gets embroiled in intrigue, jealousy, and danger on the planet Neptune. <coughs> what do you mean? I don't know how he's a hawk and a wolf. He's a space hero. Have you been to space? For all we know, there's a hawk-wolf hybrid out there. You, you kids lack imagination, I swear. But anyway, let's go onward and upward as Space Hawk has to fight against a rebellion in Noom. Out of this thing. <clears throat> On the planet Neptune, in the kingdom of the New Mites, the ambitious captain of the guard broods. It's time to ask Queen Haba to marry me. As king, I'll build up the army and smash every other nation on this globe. Nothing is going to stop me, Smebar, from becoming master of the planet Neptune. Step lively, dog, and tell the queen I have a message for her. Yes, sir. Bar. Your Highness, I cannot speak unless we are alone. Now we are alone. What is it? My Queen, with a nation the size of yours, it would be possible to conquer this entire planet if your forces were in the proper hands. Marry me, and I promise to whip your subjects into a war machine that will bring you untold power. There is something to what you say. I beg you to accept me, my queen. I can help make you the greatest ruler of all time. But, before I make any decision, I must have time to consider. Then tomorrow I shall return for your answer. The idea appeals to her. If she is still undecided tomorrow, I'll talk her into it. But the queen's thoughts would make Smebar very unhappy. That conceited dolt! What makes him think I would marry him? Smebar only wants power, and I shan't let him do. <sighs> if only I could find a handsome young man with the ability to organize a war machine. Together we could conquer the planet. But there's only one man I could love, and that's Spacehawk. 
Crad, from now on I want your men to keep a sharp lookout for Spacehawk's ship. Zoridus! Spacehawk's ship was sighted not more than an hour ago! Circling Galatea! This time I'm going to make Spacehawk come to me. I'll stage a huge battle. He's certain to come a-flying to investigate. Within the hour, a large part of Noom's forces wage a terrific sham of a battle, and Spacehawk, lurking near Galatea to watch for smuggler ships, cannot help but notice. What's this? Looks like there's a war on Neptune. I'd better get a closer look. Only a bit of war practice. Apparently I've had my trip for nothing. What's that air car? It's in the royal colors of Noom! Spacehawk! What a surprise! Won't you come over to my castle and view my army in action from there? I'd like your opinion of the war practice. Thank you, Queen Haba, but I have much to do. What? Queen asks someone to do something, she's not in the habit of being refused. Come along. Relax, brother. You're taking the wrong attitude. Are you coming, or do I have to get tough with you? Spacehawk! You knocked out the best fighter in my kingdom! What strength you must have! Sorry, Queen Haba. I'll carry him to your air car. I should be angry with you for what you've done. But I'll overlook it if you'll accept my invitation. All right, your highness. Anything to keep your goodwill. Later at Haba's castle. I can't understand why you're preparing for war, your highness. You have nothing to fear from the other nations of your planet. But I would like to see every nation united with Noom. Ruling all of this planet would be a big job. I know. I've been looking to marry a man who is powerful and intelligent enough to force these nations into a union and help rule them wisely. Spacehawk, you know I've always loved you. My whole kingdom is yours if you marry me. That's a wonderful compliment, Haba. But such a thing is impossible. I'll have no part in overthrowing peaceful nations. But together we can rule this planet. We can rule more than this planet. History teaches us that warlike, greedy rulers always come to bad ends. Consider the Martians. They brought destruction when they tried to conquer the Saturnians. And look at what is happening to the nations that wish to dominate Earth today. You don't need to preach to me. Get out before I have you thrown out. I don't intend to go until you're cured of your insane idea of starting a war. Guards! Guards! Up with your hands, and don't try any tricks, smart guy. Take his gun, and clamp the cuffs on his wrists and ankles. Now you'll pay for spurning me. Throw him in the pits, me bar? What? You asked him to marry you? Get this! When you're married, it'll be to me! I'm the one who put the idea of conquest in your head, and you're not carrying it out without me! Silence! I'll settle with you later! Come on, Spacehawk! 
This is going to be a pleasure. Here we are. What a surprise you'll get after you hit the bottom. I'm beginning to see things plainly now. You're mostly responsible for what's going on around here. Isn't it too bad you can't do anything about it? In you go! Have fun with the spider sore. He's always hungry for human flesh. <laughs> I want him to think that this is the end of me. It'll set him back on his heels just that much more when I go after him. Meanwhile, Haba cools off. What have I done? I can't let Spacehawk die! Oh! Smeebar! If you think that much of him, perhaps you'd like to join him, my queen. You beast! I'll have you flogged for threatening me like that! Now, get out of my way! No one is going to flog me! Oh! I should have done this in the first place! That's the end of you. The Spider-Saur is eating well today. The monster turns its attention from Space Hawk and lunges toward the woman. But the Lone Wolf of the Void leaps into action. Your Majesty. I'm sure you didn't realize what you were doing. Now, let's get out of here. How? My anti-grav belt will easily lift the both of us. Now, to settle the Smeebar. You must be careful. He'll kill you on sight. And what about Smeebar? Our villain has lost no time in calling the Royal Council to order. Our queen has left on a secret mission. What is this secret mission? We know nothing of it. Silence! She has instructed me to rule in her place. This is preposterous. Queen Hava would not put the likes of you in her place. The man must be mad. Enough talk. You're here to assign absolute control of Noom to me. I'll give you three minutes to get your signature on this executive order, or I'll incinerate all of you. And I'll give you three seconds to drop those guns, Smeebar! Spacehawk, Haba, how did you- Council Pickles of Noom, this man tried to murder your queen. Chain him to the fire door of the Royal Furnace. Yes, that will give him a chance to think things over. Before the heat gets him. You'll never do that to me! Pardon me if I seem to be in your way. Sorry, Gentle Pickles. 
but I've cheated you out of bringing this criminal to justice. Aww, his neck is broken. Throw his carcass into the pit. The Spider-Saur will feast tonight. Yeah, about that. No, Space Hawk. Are you still inclined to be a planet conqueror, your highness? Not a bit, Space Hawk. From now on, I'll concentrate on being a better ruler over what I already have. I'm glad to hear that, Haba. Once again, I ask, stay with me. Help me make Noom a paragon for the other countries of this world. But I must go. Although the next time you want me, don't go to the expense of putting on a sham battle. Goodbye, and good luck. And so Space Hop roars away, although his thoughts are more grounded. There's a girl I could like if only. But no, it's best I forget about her and never see her again. But it's certain that Space Hawk will see Haba again. Whenever there's trouble on Neptune. Whenever there's trouble anywhere in the great void of deepest, darkest space. The lone wolf will be there. The lone wolf called Space Hawk. <coughs> what? Look, I told you he's both a wolf and a hawk. Don't blame me, I didn't write this stuff. And the guy who did, he's dead. That's right. You're not gonna get any answers without a shovel and a really effective voodoo spell. It was a different time, so accept it. <clears throat> but that's all for today, boys and girls. Be sure to tune in next time to this very frequency for more adventures and thrillers throughout space, time, and New Jersey. And don't forget, the super secret decoder message is X9. Then this squiggly thing. Then this stickman looking doodad. 5B? And what is this thing even supposed to be? Forget this. Remember, stay inside the public domain. <laughs> get me out of this freaking costume. And get my agent on the phone. I'm got words. You've been listening to an adventure of Space Hawk, adapted by Thomas DJ and performed by the Akadekagonagon Theatre Works. This audio play was based on the story featured in the novelty press comic Target Comics Number no. 12, published in 1952, written and drawn by Basil Wolverton, and is in the public domain. This story was chosen by the maintainer of the FizzFop1 YouTube channel. Please visit it for more informative essays about lost heroes of the Golden, Silver, and Bronze Age. Music was provided by Audionautics.com. If you enjoyed this story, it and many other comic books in the public domain are available at ComicBookPlus.com. Please visit and support them. Please visit the OTW at akadekagonagon.blogspot.com for news on upcoming and current events. Until next time, good night!
tired of sitting in quarantine alone with your thoughts? Does every time you open the news make you want to rip your brain out of your skull and throw it across the room? Well, now you can try Lobotavan. Lobotavan is a pill that shuts off your mind at your brainstem while leaving all autonomic functions intact. Why experience reality when it's such a hot dumpster fire mess? Ask your doctor if Lobotavan is right for you. Side effects may include uncontrollable drooling, missing chunks of time, anal leakage, and reptilian urges. Children of Earth, it is I, Spacehawk, the Lone Wolf of the Galaxy, and I brought my old pal Dork with me. Hey there, kiddos. And welcome to another exciting tale of daring do in the depths of time and space. This week... Wait one minute. Why, look, children, it's Captain Audio. Come to say hello. Uh, don't give me any of that crap. What are you doing? Doing my shtick? I think... I think you forgot to zip up. Who asked you? Who are you? That's Dork, the happy-go-lucky space mercenary who sometimes shares my adventures. Hi. It's just that your outfit is sagging and- Butt out, you butthead! You can't talk like that to my friend! I can talk however I want. This is my gig, dig? Until I'm six feet under or dead, this is my job. Anyone tell you otherwise, compound moon dust! But the producer said you walked off. Oh, did she? Well, I'm walking back on. Take Bjork. That's dork. Like, I care. Take Spork in Scram. Or I'll exchange these pajamas for a diaper in Spurs. And you can argue it out with Frontier Cupid. Um, I could do with a drink. Yeah. A drink. A drink sounds mighty good. Great to see you, Captain. Scram! And you, we're going to have some contract renegotiation coming up. Are we still rolling? <clears throat> Ask yourselves, kids. What strange creatures will inhabit the Earth in the 30th century? What changes would the relentless hand of time produce? Adventurer Dick Devins is about to find out, as he is summoned to the office of Professor Lawrence. Glad to meet you, Professor. You're a man of courage, I understand, Captain Devins. I have a proposition that will test every ounce of that courage. I'd like to get a report on the Earth a thousand years from now, the vegetation, animal life, civilization, etc. I've heard of your time machine, Professor. If it works, I'll take that offer. Dick works with the Professor until two weeks later. You're all set. The outfit you're wearing is bulletproof and heat resistant. Inside the time machine, you'll find weapons, a small crated helicopter, and food for 24 hours. Just make sure you get me back by then. I have to report to duty for tomorrow. Good luck. 
Well, here goes. He's gone. We've succeeded. <laughs> wrong with these wires. They're short-circuiting! What... what happened? Some sort of explosion. Professor Lawrence is badly hurt. Quick, call an ambulance. But as the good people of her time try to get help for Professor Lawrence, Dick finds himself in a strange new world, unaware of his benefactor's fate. The city that was once here seems to have disappeared, but there's a new one over there. Hello? Looks like a race. Or an escape. Those people in the front seem to be human, so I'm on their side. Let me toss a couple of 20th century Mickey pins at those animated radio sets. Keep fighting. They can't take you. Hey! It seems they have taken us, oh stranger. But thank you for your help. And you? Dick Devins. I'll tell you how I got here as soon as I learn what's going on. I'm a total stranger from... another world, you could say. What is this place? This? This is Futuria, at present ruled by the tentacle men of Venus who invaded Earth five years ago. We'd lived at peace for so long we'd forgotten how to fight. This city. It's glass enclosed. Must be because the Venusians can't live in our atmosphere? That is correct. Some of us finally gathered all the power of free men and turned on the invaders. Forced to retreat, the Venusians threw up a magnetic wall around Futuria, which our armies could not break. Futuria was formerly a great center of world commerce and the local capital of the World States Confederation. It was where the first World Congress was held, then it was called New York. It abolished force as an international weapon and substituted the conference table. With peace established, science made great strides, like the development of the Antigravator. The Antigravator nullifies the pull of gravity on any metal by temporarily reducing its atomic weight to zero. Now world production will triple. Five years ago, I was a delegate to a local convention gathered to discuss matters of Futurian policy. I took a definite stand for interplanetary exploration. But then came the dreadful message. I just received news that the tentacle men from Venus have landed on Earth and are marching on Futuria. The rest you know. When Futuria fell, a few of us were taken prisoner, and when the magnetic wall was erected, others were trapped in this region. But we have not given up. Where are we taken? And what are these mechanical contrivances which captured us? We're being taken to Futurian Commander Karlak. And these mechanical men are telematons, controlled by radio. So, you thought to escape the long arm of Venus, eh? Someday we'll cut off the arms of every one of you, and your heads too! Silence, Earth Slave! Why, you swine! And who is this strange creature? Speak up, dog! I'm the little man who wasn't there, which means it's none of your business. 
throw this insolent pig into a cell. Soon he'll learn the taste of Venusian torture. As for the others, I'll devise a punishment for them. The conquerors have changed in my day, but not their methods. Those Venusian airships, are they a mechanically advanced people? The Venusians have little science at all. Their ships and telematons were developed centuries ago, and they've made no progress since. But, they have a powerful weapon. A blue ray paralyzer. It was this that almost conquered us. We'll overcome that. Don't worry. We'll get out of here somehow. And so, our hero finds himself alone in a dank, murky cell with only his thoughts for company. Very active thoughts. First thing is to get one of the Venusians here, instead of those mechanical guards. Help! Oh, my stomach. I'm dying. What is wrong? I just got bored and wanted company. Tell your telematons not to make trouble, and have them release my friends at once, unless you want a broken back. We're free! For the moment. But every gate to the city is guarded, and they'll organize a pursuit at any moment. They thought they took all my weapons, but they missed a secret pocket. We'll get out. Look! An anti-gravitor! This will come in handy. If my plan works. If we had any of our weapons, we could disintegrate the bars without a sound. This dynamite stick is old-fashioned. But it'll do the trick. Watch! Come on! Watch out for that ray gun! Duck! This little lead shooter is small, but deadly. Hurry! The telematons will never find us once we reach the woods. Come on. Come on, I have an airship in that crate. Help me rip it open. Use the anti-gravitor! That's some gadget. Lift these heavy metal parts as if they were feathers. What's the plan? You and I will bomb Futuria while the other round up all the Earth people hiding near here. Then, they'll attack. Funny. Only a few weeks ago I bombed another tyrant in a world a thousand years younger. Hope I do as well now. In moments, Dick Devon's helicopter reaches Futuria. Come on, Earthmen! We're fighting for eternal freedom! Paralyzed morale! We broke through their magnetic shield. They can't stand our atmosphere. They're retreating to their blockhouse. We've got to capture Karlak. Without him, they'll be lost. Stop the swine or... Here's my admission ticket, ugly face. Dick! We're surrounded! We will end you. So you think you've got us, hey? Well, think again. <laughs> Call off your telematons, or you won't live to see us take them. Karlak's headquarters is over here! Where? It's Karlak, he's escaping. 
You're not getting away that easy, Karlak. Determined to stop the evil warlord, Dick calls upon practices of his long-lost time. Ever played football, Tentacle Man? She's not a Venusian at all! A renegade Earthman in disguise. And, and I would have gone away with it if it wasn't for this strangely attired stranger. Well, our men will know what to do with a traitor. And humanity, once again, gains control of Fair Futuria. The city is ours. But Karlak escaped before we could execute them. I'm afraid we haven't seen the last of him. But don't worry about that. We have a world to take back. But we can't give you creative control. You can do whatever I want, because... You know who's the real draw of this here series. And no more of these embarrassing outfits. But... Uh, you're oh, on. I, oh, oh. <clears throat> and so, Dick Devins, Ace Adventurer, has a new adventure before him. An adventure in a strange world that happens to have grown out of his own... What? Did you expect something else? A poop joke or something? Be mature. That's it. I made my point. What new challenges will Dick face? We may find out, or we may not. But there's only one way to find out. So no matter where you go, no matter what fantastic sights you may seek out, remember that you should never stray too far from the public domain. <laughs> You've been listening to King of Futuria, adapted by Thomas DJ, produced by Chris Honeywell, and performed by the Akadekaganagan Theater Works. Eugene R. Hendricks returned as Spacehawk. Thomas DJ was Dork and Tentacle Guard. Lex Zorn was Dick Devins. Vanessa Van Zare was Mira. Sarah Palmero was Professor Lawrence. Chris Honeywell was Horror Host, Captain Audio, and Futurian Scientist. Nicole Tompty was Producer, Bystander 1, and Tentacle Soldier. David Ellis was Bystander 3, Futurian Congressperson, and Earth Person. Sarah Joy Sai was Bystander 2. Desmond Reddick was Tentacle Robot Master. Anna Crawford was Carlac. This audio play was based on the story featured in the Nador comic Mystery Comics No. 1 and is in the public domain. If you enjoyed this story, it and many other comic books in the public domain are available at digitalcomicmuseum.com. Please visit and support them. Please visit the 8TW at 8TW.blogspot.com for news on upcoming and current projects. Until next time, good night. Now, about my royalties. There's a new eligible bachelor in town, and every woman is waiting to come aboard. A dork dreamboat. I'm just a happy-go-lucky rocket rider looking for love. Yes, it's Dork of Spacehawk fame. Fresh from outer space, and he's got a rose for one of these lucky ladies. Oh, um... 
Well, this is deadly unfortunate. That's interesting. Why? Why is he's different? I can't sign up for this. I guess. What happened? Well, if he can move those ears like that, what else can he do? Might not be that bad after all. No, no, thank you, no, thank you. Well, that—that's a face, really. Only a mother can love. When I said I was a tentacle scientist, I didn't. Okay, okay. Oh my God! Hi! Oh my God! Oh my God! He's not just slimy. I could maybe work with this. Are you, we'll never are, know. Are you seeing it, it could happen. So don't miss Dork Dreamboat.